0: Listening to Dad's Diapers and Drinks. Three dads trying to lead their families well in a crazy world. So grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it's Scott coming at you with another solo intro today because. Once again, we didn't really do much of an intro in this recording. Uh, We had Jeff in person, which was fun, and we just started talking, and I hit record, and we just went. So um, I wanted to record this intro by myself to just get ahead of a couple things. Number one, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all those wonderful things. Um... Me saying this at the beginning is kind of ironic uh, given what we'll talk about later in the episode. Um, But I just wanted to say that. Uh, We also have an email address, dadstabbersdrinks at gmail.com. You can send us stuff there. Um, And then uh, one more thing I wanted to just mention is that personally, after we record these, I listen to them a lot and I think of a million things that I could have said differently or things that I didn't include that I could have included. And... Well, we were, we recorded this one the other night. I I was just very tired and I my brain was not functioning, so we were talked at the t- towards the end of this episode. We're talking about um, differences in technology now compared to when we were kids, and uh, obviously, like we, we we talked about Google Maps, but the, there are some other obvious ones like Amazon, you know, having packages delivered to your door, uh, music streaming, um, smartphones. Um, You know, it's a very long list of things and how the world has changed, so we don't go super in-depth on that, but uh, before I hear anything uh, from anybody saying, hey, how did you not mention all these other things? Like, man, we're not perfect, we missed some stuff, and uh, that's that. So, anyway, just wanted to say that. um, I'm aware of... In, in all the episodes of all the things that i didn't say and some things that i wish i had said differently um but how it came out when we were, when we recorded is what goes out there so um i just have to live with that and uh anyway let's move into the episode now enough of my talking
1: it's good and weird and sweet and fiery if i've just been drinking fire <laughs> see you got super smoke i had literally no smoke this is days. ultra smoke in my mouth it's just i told you really peedy. just wait yeah
2: he says, just wait, as if it tastes different later. It does.
1: It tastes different to me.
2: Uh, and again, I said, he has cancer. What? Or <laughs> Now I have cancer? <laughs> something, something is seriously wrong. I t- I tasted this, and it tasted this way. They tasted it again, and it was different. Oh, you think the food <laughs> <That's> changed?
0: <laughs> you might have cancer. smells. <laughs> I think you have tongue wait, wait, wait. cancer. That's what no? I think no, you no, have. No,
2: that was
1: super peaty. <laughs> oh,
2: it's almost like it's a peaty scotch. <laughs> But it's not. It is. <laughs> this is a pretty peaty scotch. It's not.
1: If you do not inhale through your nose when you when you taste it, it is not right. half as peaty. So
0: the sip I just took tasted differently, but it's because I took a sip right by the ice cube. <laughs> oh, right by the so ice cube. Oh, the ice cube. We need to be having this rant on the <laughs> <laughs>
1: podcast right what yeah. it's, it's This <laughs> is the this, is, a, this, is, this is, a, is the back door podcast. No, this is rant. the
2: real thing. We're all drinking. What is this, Nathan? We are all drinking fire and cane.
1: Glenn Fidditch. Now, I'm gonna put it out there. This bottle was not cheap. It was Dude, Glen less expensive is good stuff than it typically is because it's like they're going out of stock. We will not restock this. You can't get it again. We also got a multi pack. But this this firing cane, they had like three bottles of it left. And it was fifty dollars. Yeah. So not cheap by any means. And I actually really like it. The
2: the cheapest Glenn is around sixty. It's like fifty five. 60 is what I've seen. Yeah, by us.
1: No, but I think it keeps changing. It I, I, It depends. Like if I inhale through my nose and like I smell oh, it. Oh, so
2: if you drink it differently? Yes. You know, I ate this. I <laughs> ate this pizza with my nose plugged, and then I ate it with my not nose plugged, and it tasted different. Pi-
0: with my not nose plugged. <laughs> it's
2: like, yes, you.
0: That's part no, of taste, no, man. I,
2: I, I understand
1: that. But what I'm saying is that if I make a point. To inhale through my nose, it brings a lot of the so beating out in an aggressive fashion.
2: Properly. You ever seen taste testers when they taste these things? They actually like breathe in through their mouth while they're sipping.
1: Well, yeah, but then that's also different.
2: They do that and through the nose. You're supposed to get all the air in there. It's a thing. <laughs> I and just feel weird, like you but...
1: feel like you need to be right. And you no, can't just let you're me just <laughs> enjoy crazy. myself. You just can't let me enjoy myself. I'm enjoying <laughs> the Technicolor Rainbow over here, and you are refusing <laughs> He's on acid to
0: let me enjoy. Jeff, just just approve of me on acid. Here. I don't you're on acid. I don't approve. Talking about objective truth here, mate.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, no. No, the scotch did not change its I'm flavor. I'm just saying because you think the flavor changed. Even in Boom. the actual
1: marketing of said experimental it's part of the experimental series number 4. They actually talk how it's extremely divisive because some people get a lot of toffee and caramel flavors because it's this is aged in rum casks, but it is also steeped in peatiness because they add a lot of smoke flavor to it. But I just don't always get the smoke. That's my thing. That is not the forward flavor that I have all the time.
0: Let's move on. <laughs>
2: Because Jeff's not going to let it no, go. No, no. And I will argue a, with him. <laughs> We're going
0: nowhere fast. Uh, I'm having fun, though. Yeah.
2: Scotch does that.
0: <laughs> so welcome back to the show, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what, what show <laughs> is this, Scott? This is episode... Oh, boy. It's,
2: it's <laughs> another
0: episode. It's another episode. <laughs> we
2: never know which episode it is. I don't
0: know. We lost our buffer. We're like only two episodes ahead at the moment. So I think this would be 19... I don't feel like looking Close. right now. <laughs> um, actually, I've, let me get the timer going.
1: Ugh. Sorry. But we also sound probably a little bit different than we normally do. Different microphone set up today. We're coming through crispy and hot.
0: Yeah, so Jeff has joined us Hello. again. We were recording more drums, which uh, went pretty well. It didn't take us very long. We just played through the song a few times and mm-hmm. only swore a little bit. Um yeah, it was
2: mostly at production.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did drop things on my keyboard and it seemed to stretch out one of his drum tracks. It kind
2: of broke one of the takes. Yeah. I was like, what? I didn't play that. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I did not play what I'm hearing on your system. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: promise you I did not. I was trying to figure that out. What was what? Yeah. what happened? It just like suddenly
0: I don't failed. Know. Well, I think it was when I knocked our amp off, ah. the, off the table. And then it kind of hit my keyboard. And, you Pro know. tip: If you're ever recording, don't knock your amp off of your table. It's a little headphone amp, not a big guitar amp. Just <laughs> that's how we were how we were listening See, to Scott, Jeff playing.
2: The truth that I said was truthy enough. They had a better mental image, and then you went and clarified it into a worse mental image.
1: I I had a very pleasant thought of you getting crushed beneath a very See, heavy See,
2: I, I left the viewers with or the listeners with that <laughs> idea, and then you had to correct it down to the truth, the real truth. Yes, which was more truthful. My truth was still true.
0: Welcome to 2021 (laughs) The problem is I care what people think about me (laughs) And I don't want people to think I knocked a freaking guitar amp off my desk That would
1: be impressive No, but it could give the illusion that you're extremely strong (laughs) And you are (laughs) Just in the spirit
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, I've got a cool story That I would like to open up with Okay So I was contacted by a student Who I led in Bible study In youth group and he gave me a call. He texted me. He was like, yo, can I give you a call? want to talk about some God stuff. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. well, how could I say no to that? <laughs> so he gave me a call, and we were chatting, and he said that he bumped into a guy who was like a recruiter for a, on-campus ministry. He just went to college. And he's this guy asked him some basic questions. If you've ever been approached by someone like this, you understand the kind of game they play of, hey, you know, where are you in your faith? And what do you think about this stuff? And you this kind of casual conversation. And this student told me that he talked to this guy for like over an hour and he literally was going to go to the gym to play basketball. And then he just turned around and came back to his dorm to call me. Cause he wanted to tell me that he was like, I had the moment he said, I th- I've always heard people talk about the moment when you realize that you really do believe what you believe. Hmm. It's like, I just had the moment talking to this guy <laughs> that I was like, you know what? I really do believe this. I really am going to be a Christian. I'm going to do this. And I was like, bro, that is so cool. This happened so early. <laughs> welcome aboard. <laughs> oh, I man. literally said to him, hey, man, welcome to the big game. You're in it now. Like, yeah. If Like Once you've had uh, that that moment as an adult where you go, you know what? I'm going to do this. I actually am thinking about my life in the long term. And I go, I am going to do this. And now you're in the real game. You, you've stepped out of immaturity into maturity and he called me to tell me that and i was like that's the coolest thing that's happened in my month
0: yeah that's cool that he called you
2: yeah
1: i was gonna say like the fact that he actually like genuinely was like i have to call jeff right now like
0: that's huge you were top of mind for him
2: yeah i mean because i hung out with him a couple times one-on-one to talk about when he was in high school when he was like a junior in high school and he had kind of the first questions that you ask which is why i always laugh when i see adults go well, have you ever thought about how you know a tsunami hit in, in Asia and 10,000 people died? And it's like, dude, 50 million people died this year. It's like, I'm aware that death happens and that people mm-hmm. die without ever having heard the gospel. That's like the first question that you ask. When I was like 14, I was asking that question. You're 50. And it yeah. just dawned on you that this is a problem in religion. It's like, yeah, man, we've been worried about this forever. We have a lot of good answers for that. It's like, you yeah. haven't considered these things yet. So don't. It's not profound that you're doing it. Anyway, so I had those conversations with him when he was in high school, so that's why I think I was kind of on his list. But it was still really Sweet. cool. It was awesome. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Man,
1: <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm actually genuinely jealous.
2: It's a good feeling, man. It really feels like all the effort that you put in to being part of a ministry. Then when that actually happens, you go, "Oh my gosh, did God actually do something? <laughs> did I actually get to be yeah. part of something?
1: Oh my goodness!" It is amazing that we actually think that way sometimes too. Like, oh yeah, he. He actually did something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fact that it surprises you says more about you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait,
2: God's doing stuff? <laughs> I guess I doubted it. Oh, man. Right. So,
1: you know, it's fun. Um, and not so pleasant news, turns out my wife uh, broke her ankle. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish it was more dramatic than it actually it's, was. It's not a fun story. It's not it's great. It's just... Yeah, yeah. she basically rolled like she was walking into a basement and she like rolled her ankle to such a degree that she broke it. Like she (laughs) sprained it in like two different places and then also broke her foot. So she's going to be out of commission for a while, which is just, you know, I feel like it's out of the frying pan into the fire with her (laughs) all the time. It's so rough. I'm like, we were literally like this through this whole situation. She calls me. So this is my perspective. She calls me crying, like like, unbelievably crying, and she doesn't cry that often. Just like screaming her head off, and I'm like, what's going on? She will not respond to me, and so I literally have to be like, Katie, what is wrong? Tell me what is wrong. Are you like, being stabbed you, like, right now? Like, that's like, it's like, are you being mugged? Did you just get robbed? Are you stabbed? Are you dying in the dirt? Do I need to call an ambulance? What is going on? <laughs> and she's like, I fell and twisted my ankle, and I'm like, Oh, and like, then my thought was like, oh, it's not a big deal. She's like, ah! And she's like, okay, never mind. She's like, you need to come get me. <laughs> so I had to drive over there and get her. And I feel bad now knowing. But at the time I was like, are we about to go to the emergency room again? Freaking again? Wow! You know, like. It's just like too much. (laughs) So I was like, I don't know. But we ended up going to the emergency room. She ended up getting checked out. And they said for her to go see an orthopedic, which uh, our old friend, family friends, Gary Most. Shout out to Gary. I will totally drop that name because he's great. Gary Bear. (laughs) The Gary Bear. Uh, He checked her foot out and found out all the stuff about the sprains and the, the foot damage. And now she's wearing
0: a boot. Can't walk for two weeks. At least it's only two
2: weeks. I mean, yeah. Yeah, That's
0: not that bad. I was expecting to hear the word break. Well, like it would be six weeks or something. The people at the emergency room were like, yeah, you, here's a note. You have four
1: days of light duty. It's (laughs) like, (laughs) dude, you have no idea like what she does. (laughs) Like she cannot like sit in her chair and be like, I'm going to teach from here. Like, oh, this
2: special (laughs) needs kid doesn't need to be carried out of the, off the floor right now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like all of that stuff. So it's. It's going to be complicated, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah, that's that's exciting stuff. <laughs> <just, the laughs> Katie, like, can he you listen the- to this?
2: I'm sorry that we were laughing at your pain. Yes.
0: Nathan's funny. Yeah, she it's does funny listen. Fault. I think she's the only wife that listens. She texted
2: she me. This week, she said, "Hey, did you buy those shoes that Nathan was talking oh, about?" Yeah. <laughs> did you tell me about do it? that? Like, no, they are too expensive. I didn't do that. <laughs> no, I was doing she, a bit. Yeah, she asked
1: me. I she's like, she's show. like, how does Jeff like his shoes? I'm like, like his shoes? What are you talking about? You the ones he bought on the podcast. I'm like, I don't think he bought those on the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's
0: like you really took that literally. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm trying to think what's happened in my life. Uh,
1: it's okay. You can be the boring one. We had two different spectrums of exciting going on. So I, Yeah.
0: I feel like something exciting did happen. Just, <laughs> don't that's don't actually remember. worse. <laughs> uh, it's gone. It's gone.
2: It's fine. Okay. I just had to drink my microphone and then talking to my <laughs> glass. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> this is what happens when you try and do new things. You're like, I'll oh, just take
1: a quick sip of mic. Oh, delicious!
0: Yeah. So the three of us are using uh, different mics than we did last time Jeff was here, and they're handheld. we're holding them, yeah. So Jeff tried to drink out of his microphone
2: because usually if there's something in my hand during a podcast. It's a drink,
0: right? So yeah. I was just like, What's this microphone doing here? Like,
2: oh wait, that's uh, it. I mean, like <laughs> it it
1: does have some restrictions, but I do like the fact that I can feel like I can move around and I don't have to sit here like Skeletor. Not moving whatsoever.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've already noticed as I bump it, like... Oh, yeah. There's going to be some hand Got to be must, careful about We'll that. see how this goes, and everybody. And your P's are very... P- p- doing I mean, here's what worse. We, we, we're going to have the pop shields going. It's okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm we're sure all the, about that production. i sure the listeners All right. So the really rules care. for now,
2: no peas for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. For the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Dang it! I like,
0: said it! it. <laughs> like I said it again! <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Oh, man. Um yeah nothing nothing exciting happened for me all right, let's move on With today's topic we're talking about modern technology what nothing my just... scotch is gone Nathan <laughs> it's gone.
2: I'm
1: sorry,
0: carry on you told a long story about Katie's ankle <laughs> no, i I'm was
1: just, i'm sorry You're I have just... heard
0: it... I already knew the story. it blows my mind too much
2: so, every time i can't i can't jeff is gone too i'm okay. we're talking about you. <laughs> Sorry, I, I am the interrupter.
0: I will now recede the all right,
2: floor. All right, today's topic, Scott.
0: So I chose this topic before...
2: Today happened.
0: Before today happened. yeah. So today, we're recording this on Monday, October 4th, and Facebook and Instagram just got hacked today. So Like legitimately hacked. Like 1.5 billion users uh, had their data stolen. I'm probably amongst those 1.5 billion, if you're playing the odds... Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens.
2: I think uh, it's actually back up now. It just came. I just saw it. It's just back up.
0: Interesting. Oh, shoot. Either way. For a second, I had a, a glimmer of hope for humanity.
2: Yeah. Social media almost <laughs> disappeared.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, wouldn't that have been like interesting to like, yeah, we have to shut it down for two weeks. Imagine what would happen. Whole industries would literally die.
2: All of its competitors would suddenly gain a billion users. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook was down for probably 12 hours, most of today.
0: Most of today, yeah.
2: And uh, caused a bit of a stir in the world because, the, I mean, 1.5 billion users on Facebook all potentially
0: data hacked today. Yeah. Ironically, when Facebook was down, Facebook and Instagram were both down, I felt relief. I was like, <laughs> sweet, there's nothing to look at on my phone. Like, there's nothing to distract me. Yeah. And there's nothing, I don't use
2: either of those two. But.
0: Yeah, I'm unfortunately I am. You're a Facebook scroller. Well, not even, not really Facebook. Actually, it's mostly Instagram, just mm-hmm. scrolling through videos and stuff. Um, so, yeah, and I thought, I don't know. It was relief at first, but then having my data breached, like I don't know. I don't know if that happened to me. I also don't know what that really means for me either. Like, what are they going to do with my information? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: It uh, de- it depends on some stuff. Uh, it, it depends You're right, on, Jeff. It depends on <laughs> the way they encrypt the data and if the decryption key was also attained. If they didn't attain it, can they crack it without the actual key? Yeah. It's uh, the way s- the internet security works. It's possible. It's not likely.
1: Yeah. I do have a quick aside that is social media related but not directly related with what we're going to talk about but I got a notification that Parler is actually back online now. Yes. And I was like ah, re-downloading that. Free speech is back online. The craziest story in tech history is that story. It is astonishing. So I'm just glad that it's back.
2: If you you aren't aware of the story about Parler, Parler was actually a competitor to Twitter. It's pretty much a clone of Twitter with a couple different features that are Mm -hmm. basically the same. Right. And after January 6th, it, the report was that all of the people who performed the January 6th um, storming of the Capitol building used Parlor to organize. That was the story. So Amazon Web Services, oh, who yeah. hosts 25% of the internet. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, Amazon owns 25% of the internet. A quarter. And Google owns 50% of it. So... When we say there's a big tech problem, Google owns half of the internet. Like, that's a monstrously bad idea. They have a majority. (laughs) Of the the whole internet. It's crazy. Anyway, so Parler was hosted through Amazon's web services. And Mm -hmm. Amazon said, we are not going to host your application because of this. And they pulled them off of the internet.
0: Yes, with a flip of a switch, essentially.
2: They took out competition for Twitter, legitimate competition for Twitter. At the time, it had like 50 million users, which is not a tiny number. I mean, their
1: big push was that they're like, unless you're breaking the law, basically just not going to restrict what you can say. It's essentially like if you're standing on the side of like in in a giant field and everyone is there too, it's basically identical to that. So as long as you're not breaking the law, sure, go for it. Yeah. Which and is kind of with all the stuff that is within tech censorship and stuff that's kind of appealing to a lot of people. They're like, Hey, well let's try this out and it was gaining a lot of traction when they shut it down.
0: Yep. Crazy, crazy story. Yeah, they had twenty million users. Like, <laughs> is that the number? Not, that's not a small number. Like and they very quickly in a very yeah, short period of time. Because people under people started catching on to what parlor was. Mm-hmm. Like Oh, we can say whatever we want and
2: it it's literally Twitter, but without the twitter people running it.
0: Oh. Right. Yeah. And that was super appealing like I once I learned about parlor I got an account. It's like yeah. sweet I can follow the people I want to follow and they're not going to get their tweets removed or they're gonna, Which, not going to be banned. The crazy to stupid-
2: thing is at the time it was kind of a oh, you know, I guess that kind of happens. Mm-hmm. And now in 2021, everyone that I follow every day they have a tweet that Gets the flag on it that says this has been, uh, you know, turned off because it's, uh goes against the guidelines that we have set or whatever. It goes against the CDC guidelines. Every day, people I follow get their tweets flagged and taken down. It's mm-hmm. like, yep. yeah, that was why Parler was better because Parler wasn't going to stop you from saying something. They're like, look, unless you're saying go kill this person, yeah, we're going to stop that. Yeah, But anything else, like, yeah, you can post that. You can be an idiot, whatever you want to be. It's yeah. fine. So that was that's a crazy story
0: yeah so modern technology lies in the hands of some giant corporations that have tons of power right now Mm -hmm. um so that's a little freaky um and actually another news story today that i saw um is there's a a facebook whistleblower Uh oh yeah named francis haugen i don't really know how to say her last name um Sure so I saw this little clip on Twitter from her being interviewed on 60 Minutes mm-hmm. um, and she said well, I'll do the thing that I don't like that she said mm-hmm. um, which is related to what Jeff just said. Um, yeah. She so she the reason she quote, quote unquote blew the whistle on Facebook is because they didn't do enough to stop the January 6th riots. Yeah. Essentially. And she she called it an insurrection which is only something the Libs Call it yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, an insurrection when two grandmas walked into the building.
0: <laughs> when a guy we're, wearing a uh, what was it? <laughs> what do you have in his he head? Had, like bull horns on his head or something? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh yeah, he's totally trying to take the government over. That's what he's trying to do.
0: Yeah. What do you? Uh, it's not he's not doing it
2: for a photo op or anything. He's doing it to take the government the over.
0: Taliban <laughs> taking over Afghanistan was an insurrection, you morons.
2: They walked in with guns and tanks and said, "This is yeah. our country."
0: Yeah, that's oh. a very, very, very legitimate. <laughs> but uh. Different things. Yeah. So a couple points I have here. After, these are some quotes, I guess. After the polarizing 2020 election, Haugen said the company got rid of the civic integrity unit and disabled some safety features they had put in place to reduce misinformation. Okay, the problem with misinformation is (laughs) that's very subjective. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, who who determines what information is true and what's not? When it's
1: not subjective, then it's a good thing. Like, if we all just decided to believe that elephants are exclusively pink now, that would be misinformation because you can look at you reality and go- You
2: teachers teaching your kids that?
1: Yeah. You can't say, oh, no, elephants aren't all pink. They would all be severely sunburned and it would be a, tra- a travesty. We can't have that. Like, that's misinformation. But the way that they use it is within the guise of this my truth, this subjective truth. Yeah. yeah.
0: So she says- after the 2020 election, Facebook got rid of this civic integrity unit. Mm-hmm. And then her quote is, they told us we're dissolving civic integrity. Like they basically said, oh, good. We made it through the election. There weren't riots. We can get rid of civic integrity now. Hmm. And then she says, fast forward a couple months, we got the insurrection. <laughs> the so implications of that. I know. So st- she's literally blaming Facebook for the insurrection for the, uh, I just said it. I love that for she's the- like,
2: she's like, well, we successfully got through the election it's like, well, what does that mean? Well,
0: that's we, what that's what she said Facebook said,
2: I know, but Facebook is saying, well, we had a misinformation organization, and we successfully got through the election. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what the frick does that mean?
0: Man? I think they she was saying <laughs> Facebook was saying we got through the election with no riots, yeah,
2: yeah. but they so got they, I read that as we got through the election with the result that we wanted through Perhaps. our misinformation programs, which we can now turn off because the election's <laughs> over. It's like, yeah. oh, convenient for you, isn't it? Nice. Uh. Oh, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, so my little note that I put here is that's like blaming guns for gun violence instead of yeah, people. Yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you think Facebook is actually responsible for what happened? No, the people are responsible.
2: It's it's the lack of individualism, which is so right. plaguing our country, which like, again, things that you just can't believe you hear, like Dr. Fauci was on the internet and on TV first, but then on the internet saying, you know, Christmas, it's, it's just not the time to talk about getting together with Christmas. It's really not the time to talk about your individual right for Christmas. It's like, what the, what yeah. are you? Who, what? what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh. You're an insane
2: human. Oh my word. Like the the lack of individual autonomy that is just accepted today is crazy. Things like look, right. we live in a society, therefore you have to do these things. It's like no, that's yeah. not how this
0: works. I remember who I heard say this, but we don't live in a society that looks looks around anymore. We look up. Like when COVID hit, we didn't look at what we could do to protect ourselves. We looked that's at, a great phrase, yeah. We looked up. Mm-hmm. We looked at what the government could do to protect us. Yeah. And we've just become dependent on quote unquote experts to uh. tell us what to what to do. Well, And we just become so reliant on, like, we don't want to do any of the thinking ourselves anymore. We just want to be told, what am I supposed to do? Which yeah. is
2: really, a, that that is the modern technical issue is, as we always joke, you know, we have a computer in your pocket, which is more powerful than the computer that landed Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin on the moon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And you use it to do what? Post pictures of your dog and your dinner, and then like you know, funny videos that that's what we do with the supercomputers in our pockets. We, we have the greatest access to information ever. And we have just been trained into complete compliance of just everything. We don't think, why think when you can look something up and just get an answer, isn't that better than thinking? It's just, uh, I call, I call it Wikipedia thinking, which is where you've read the first, the, the, the uh, summary of a Wikipedia article. And that's the depth of knowledge we have about anything because I mean, right. it's the quick answer and everyone just has quick answers for everything.
1: If you told anyone that in the future you'd have access to all known human information essentially or the majority of human known information instantly at all times you'd be like, "Well, they have to be the smartest generation yeah, that ever existed." Like if you told
0: Thomas Jefferson, "Oh
1: my word." You'd be like, "They got to uh, be all you all guys of them must have to be, be so smart." <laughs> well, in some sense, no. yes, but the thing is is it has we have decided to try and augment all of our thinking into We've These other things.
0: outsourced our thinking.
1: Yes. As opposed to using the information that we glean to think more effectively.
0: Right. Yeah. So the the big fear amongst conservatives like ourselves mm-hmm. is that the reason this became a massive story is because uh what well, I forgot her name already. Francis is essentially, you know, blaming blaming the lack of um control the lack of control of free speech on facebook's platform for why january 6th happens so that's going to justify That's going to cause incentivize facebook to start monitoring more more M- more activity. actively
2: controlling what happens on yeah their platform. more
0: actively controlling what happens on their platform yes thank you for the words yes those are words um so that's a little that's a little freaky um, so
2: i think that covers that that's the big political debate over this but the more important thing I think, I think we, we all think on this topic is your point here, which is talking about social media and modern technology and our kids. Mm -hmm. So this is something that Ellen and I are in the middle of debating where we're trying to figure out how we want to balance like TV shows and tech games with our kids. And it's really difficult because you're like, man, it's my kid will have technology in their life forever. So how do you play this little game? Of when do I let them have it? How long do I let them have it? Do I get them an iPad? Yeah. all this stuff—it's really complicated. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we are absolutely 100% sure about is our kid is not going to have Instagram. That is—that yeah. is cancer for kids. I my mm-hmm. kid will not have that one.
0: Yeah, it's uh so. The, the political stuff we were just talking about. That was the one thing I didn't like about what I saw that she said. I didn't see much of what she said, but I saw this other clip from her interview on 60 minutes where she was talking about the harms of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things she, things she said is Instagram harms teenage girls. And then she cited a study that said 13.5% of teen girls say Instagram makes thoughts of suicide worse. of teen girls say Instagram makes eating disorders worse. I don't know why I wrote the word work there. That was a typo. (laughs) They
2: really make those disorders work. It's it's, It's it's not wrong.
0: (laughs) And then more things. Facebook's own research says um, that as younger women, young women continue to consume eating disorder content, they get more depressed, use Instagram more and get stuck in a vicious cycle. Um, and then the Facebook's own research also said that it's not just Instagram that is dangerous for teenagers. It said it is distinctly worse than other forms of social media. Mm. And Facebook also just postponed plans to create Instagram, a kid's version of Instagram, for those yeah. reasons.
2: Can you imagine? Ugh.
0: Which, well. I'm not a fan of Facebook, but that was a good move. Good move, guys.
2: Thank you for recognizing, oh, we are destroying the next generation. Hmm. It's The thing is, is that
1: you have... You've created digital drugs Yeah, for lack of a better term. You've created a product whose its own – even self-design is to make itself more interesting and appetizing to the
2: people that use it.
1: I mean like literally all of nature has done the same thing for years and years and years and years. The reason
2: my fruit tastes good – Yeah. Is so that things eat it and spread it.
1: Yes. So that you'll, you're like, my fruit is extra tasty. It's tastier than that tree's fruit. So then you, the monkeys will come and eat my fruit and then poop out the seeds and spread me around for more. And then it makes it better. But instead
2: of being a fruit, the product of social media is you.
1: Yes. You are the product. Yes.
2: (laughs) It's so dark when you really think about it. And the crazy thing to me is. Uh, th- this is where I really do think there's going to be some sort of, I mean, we're at the tail end of what I would call the first internet generation. Yeah. And then there's going to be a big like internet part two, which is going to be, we're going to have to establish some sort of rules and boundaries. And this is where I already criticized this because it's, it's weird but China just made a rule where no pe- no one under the age of 18 can spend more than one hour a day doing online video games or social media. Oh, and man. it's weird to me cause it's an invasion mm. of personal rights. Yeah. But at the same time they've identified the best thing that we can do for our country is to destroy their right to do what they want because this thing is so cancerous. It's destroying our, our generation of kids. Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to figure out in which scenarios I'm okay with the government stepping in and making something a law.
2: Because it's- I would say my goal as a parent is to have my kids not do that.
0: Right. Well,
2: but, you know, I- I'm going to set up my own internet limitations That's the thing. I'll is- just do that. But the government doing it, my only point about the fact that the Chinese government is doing it is they recognize it as a big enough problem to take action.
0: Yeah. And for... For them, it's a competitive thing. They want like,
2: their next generation to be successful.
0: Right. They realize that uh-huh. social media is really ruining everyone's potential to do what the government wants them to do, really. Um, which is a whole debate about the role of government, which we don't have to do. Yeah. But either way,
2: it's craziness.
0: Yeah. Um, another quote from her um, Facebook's own research is showing that content that is hateful, that is divisive, that is polarizing. It's easier to inspire people to anger than it is to other emotions. Facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer, people will spend less time on the site. They'll click on less ads. They'll make less money. Yep. So essentially Facebook is exploiting your anger to keep you on the site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is true. I I scroll through. So in Facebook's early days, your newsfeed or whatever it was called at the time was mm-hmm. literally things popped up in chronological order in the order that people posted them. Yep. And then everyone ended up accumulating so many friends on their friends list that that became untenable. Yeah, untenable. Absolutely. Like you wouldn't see anything your friends you actually cared about posted because all these other random strangers you befriended are posting stuff and you just never see it. Mm -hmm. So then that caused Facebook to need to somehow prioritize certain posts over others. And now these algorithms are prioritizing just... Post, th- posts that make you angry <laughs> and,
2: and you see why it happens because it happens in a natural way it didn't happen from an insidious way they set up the rules of their ai to say look if this gets a reaction bump it up in priority by plus one and you just set up that rule every time that my every time i like a photo of my nieces and nephews those posts increase in priority and it just so happens that i comment more on things that I disagree with than things that I agree with. If someone posts a picture and says, I had a lovely day. I like it. If someone says, I think Jesus didn't exist. I go, Hey, you may really want to reconsider that. Mm -hmm. Right. And that means that I will get more posts about things I disagree with That I would comment on pumped my way because they keep getting buffed up in the priority list. Right. Until we have an entire ecosystem of I open social media, I'm like, I hate that. I hate this. That's dumb. All right, my day's over. Like, that's just all that happens now. It just
0: makes you angry. And that's why I deleted Facebook for a very long time. And now I, I have it back on my phone. The, uh, the reason I have Facebook and Instagram again is because of this podcast. I felt like I needed to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I needed to promote it somehow. Um, You're back in the trap, and now it, it sucked me back in. Now I just I browse it all the time. Just Instagram though, so it's bad. Like it distracts me from all sorts of things. Yeah. So, and that's one of the the cons of social media. Um, so I guess uh, going back to our topic. The the main topic of modern technology. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked about Facebook and Instagram and um, so those specific social medias, but more generically, um, you know, I guess social media makes up most of our modern technology. Like the the stuff that would have the the biggest impact on our lives.
1: Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just feel like that's like that's the most visible demon per yes. se. It's the one that's in your face the most, where you go like, okay, that's a problem. Like, You could just be like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that there isn't other areas of technology that are also problems.
2: Yeah. Like, I know for us with Kelly, who's now oh, more than two. I don't even know how old she is, two and something. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that we're debating is they make these like kid iPad things, which have mm-hmm. a bunch of good puzzle games on them, which I like. And I want my kids to do stuff like that. Yeah but the trouble we have is that we know that for whatever reason kids are so much more attracted to glowy screens than they are to a physical puzzle. Yep. And if we got her one, she would prioritize that over everything else forever. So, I'm torn about this this idea that I've heard of parents who say uh, my kids are not going to have any of that. We have no we don't want we don't have them watching television. We don't give them our phones. Mm-hmm. We got rid of our, I know people who got rid of our smartphones, got flip phones again, so that our kids wouldn't try to play with our phones. Huh? Interesting. Because we don't care about that. We would rather just have a phone for making calls and doing texts, the normal crap and mm-hmm. avoid all of the other stuff because we want our kids to have a quote unquote normal childhood. Yeah. And that's where I'm lost. Cause I don't know that that's a tenable goal to have, give my kid a normal childhood without technology.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is considered normal now is so different. Yeah. Um, like, I can restrict my kids' access to it, but they're going to have friends whose parents don't do that. Yeah. And then they're going to come begging to me, well, so-and-so has an iPad, and they have an iPhone, and blah, 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 blah. Like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how long I can keep keep that battle up. Like, we got cell phones. When we were in high school. Flip phones. Well, we flipped
2: phones when we were in middle we're, school. Were we in middle school? I was in middle school. You were, you might have been high school. When you yeah, got flip phones.
0: I feel like I was high school.
2: I think I was a seventh grader, which would have yeah. made you ninth.
0: Yeah, and social media wasn't really a didn't, thing. It didn't yet. exist. <laughs> yeah, like it. I, MySpace I kinda, had come out. I mean, it was, everyone was on MySpace. Yeah, but we didn't have it in our pockets. Like Facebook was a
1: thing, but it was something you did on a desktop it was, computer. It
0: was still at Harvard too. Like yeah, and just, it was tiny it was mainly, at that time. It was mainly a college connection like, thing.
1: I had a Facebook. When I went, like, I think, like, into high school, I want to say, is when I got it. But there wasn't really that much going on over there, (laughs) honestly. Um, Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. and I'm sure our parents allowing us to have cell phones at such an early age was insane to them. But then... It was some, actually functional for us, though. There's a practical reason for it. like We were playing sports? Yeah, practice is over. Send a text to your mom or call your mom from your phone. You don't have to... Go to the school office and yeah. borrow the phone, wait in line. Right, wait in line, yeah.
2: It was just, yeah, yeah text so, your mom at home.
0: So it made a lot of sense, and at the time, we didn't have access to all these extremely addicting things that phones have now provided access to.
1: That is yeah. the crazy thing, is like, you think about what phones are now and how much our parents like freaked out in a certain sense about giving you a phone and like they like we don't even know really what's on it like people be, could call it them. it could be anything like i don't even know and now it's like there's there's some crazy stuff that phones can do now you're giving
2: your kid an entire computer for themselves yes
1: yeah and like a very optimized functional computer to make it as easy And desirable to use as it possibly can be. Right.
0: With access to the internet. Yes. Like the real internet. Not like. (laughs) <laughs> like dial up internet.
1: Yeah. Like this is like this is like the magical internet. This is truly instant. And it's global. It's everywhere. Yeah. They have it everywhere all I mean, the time. Remember when 3G was a thing? I remember was when like, it came out? This the first is
2: like, thing I did. I could actually look things up. Like I can look up a music thing. The very first thing I did, because again I'm a loser. The first thing I did <laughs> when, when I found out my dad's iPhone 2? Yeah. Three, whichever one he had, his first iPhone was like a two nice. or three. He said, yeah, it's got this thing called the 3G network, so I have internet everywhere I go. I was like, no way. <laughs> That's right. So we're on a road, <laughs> oh, on I a road trip, about that. and I pull up YouTube, and I pull up <laughs> FB Walshy, and yeah. I pull up, uh, the, I think it was like the straight ripping team montage, <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite Halo montages, and I was like, yeah. I can watch this on the road now. <laughs> I was so happy.
0: 3G. <laughs> and then
2: my dad was like, bro, you just ate all of my data for the whole month.
0: That's right. <laughs> Because you only get 10 megabytes <laughs> only get, or like, something. You that-
2: got nothing back then.
0: <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, Throwback. Internet everywhere. <laughs> I know. Mind now, blown. The idea
2: that you could even run out of data as a normal kid using normal internet on your phone these days. I I have never maxed out my data. Going on vacations and using my phone like crazy on data the whole time. I haven't hit my my max. I don't even know if it's possible. So.
0: I definitely have. But...
2: My max is like twenty five gigs. Oh, oh that's, that's a lot. That is that's a, a lot. Ton. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, my max was was six for a while, and I would hit it occasionally. But now I have mm-hmm. unlimited, and I don't. I have no idea what I do now.
2: Yeah, well, I have unlimited, but that's really like twenty five, and then they go, "Okay, stop it."
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we weren't really serious. with
1: it. <laughs> you can <laughs> have it's. It's like an all you can eat buffet. You can go, hey, it's an all you can eat buffet. Okay, thanks. Like it's like fourth plate. We are done. <laughs> you're on your twelfth plate. You, you need to stop.
0: You need to leave. <laughs> You've literally cleared out the buffet. <laughs> we have no more food. <laughs> That's what it is. Start cooking. Start cooking. Some dude
1: in the back. This is America. Jeff's back again? <laughs>
2: no! <laughs> I quit. <laughs>
1: but seriously. Uh,
2: it's freaky to think about what our... The fact that we just give that to kids. hmm uh, Yes.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not a good thought. Well, here's here's an interesting
1: other thought process that I've actually had this discussion with Katie, and so I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Let's take technology way down. What do you think about baby toys that are not, like, mechanical? Like, I love, like, wooden, mechanical, like, truly, like, thought-provoking like based toys where it's like this is almost like an active puzzle that you have to input in order for something to happen as opposed to I push this button and now it plays me jingle bells and it dances for me and it goes, <laughs> you know, spins around or something. You know, what do you think about that from like a functional perspective? Like, does is that something that bothers you or do you think that's something that is actually beneficial?
0: I think it's beneficial. Okay to actually you gain a better understanding of real physics, I think. Yeah. Um, and hand, like basic motor skills, like Davis it takes a while for babies to learn how to use their hands. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I mean, I know, I don't know if electronic toys like that exist for eight month olds. Uh, all we have are like real toys, but mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, um, as Davis grows older and, um, he might want to start doing puzzles and interacting with, like, a, don't you have a set of like these like brain teaser oh, wooden yeah. things? Granted, yeah. that's
1: like something that like Katie and I are super into is like fiddle stuff. I have this yeah. one that's like this three dimensional geometric shapes that you can fit into like a billion different ways, and it's fascinating.
0: Yeah, I think that's super cool. And I don't yeah. think you could ever replicate that digitally. It's the like, thing,
2: the thing that I. I'm not sure about how much this matters with babies when they're mm-hmm. really young. It might, but at the same time, I'm still struggling with this whole. Like, hey, tell me what you, what toys did you play with when you were two?
1: Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. You don't
2: know. So <laughs> valid I, point. <laughs> I don't know how much it matters. It might not matter at all. You might. There might be someone listening to this who has a six year old who's like, "Bro, they, they uh, didn't make a difference." She's six. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Didn't matter. And we're stressing about nothing, but. I'm kind of over here going, oh, I really do want my kids to learn puzzling and solving and manipulating real objects. Yeah. I agree with that. Cause well, I have little tables that when your kid first learns how to stand, you get them a little table thing
1: mm-hmm.
2: that has a bunch of buttons on it and encourages them to stand up and walk around the table. Cause there's more mm-hmm. buttons to press. Mm-hmm. It's just good to get them on their feet. But again, it's like, yeah, push the button. and It goes, do, 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 do. And they're like, Oh, and they figure that out real fast. And they just smack the button over and over again. <laughs> You're like, I don't know that this... I mean, maybe there's better things for their brain. Yeah. Probably. There there must be. But I'm also struggling with the... I don't know if it matters. Yeah. I think by the time they're... I think what really matters is when they're 5 to 12. If you're actively doing stuff like that. Or if you're just, you know, I don't know, kid. Here's a movie. Don't bother me. Mm. Play your video games. Don't bother me. Blah. I feel like that's where it's negative. Mm Mm-hmm in those more like forming your thinking years, because in the early years, kids are like their brain is literally just developing to be able to like talk and walk. It's like, I don't think it matters what games they're playing yet. I think when you hit yeah. a couple of years in, it'll start to really matter. And then I'll care a lot about what type of things they're doing. Cause that's where I want them outside playing sports. Like we were as kids, Yeah, we were throwing baseballs in the yard shooting basketballs, riding bikes. That's, that, that's like, that's all we did as kids. Cause the PS2 didn't yeah. exist yet. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't a console that we could just have in the house that had any games that were any good. It's like, yeah. we didn't do any of that stuff. We were just doing crap outside all the time.
0: Yeah. 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 I was just thinking of, uh, back in, uh, early September, maybe, uh, we had our, uh, Wednesday night small group. And, uh, one of the guys, Uh, brought his kids there and it was like the first cool evening all summer like mid 70s and sunny and no breeze and perfect um and his three kids like the person who's hosting the uh our get together had a bunch of toys and stuff set up or not toys but like like yard games set up in the backyard Mm -hmm. for any kids that would come and the the kids just all stayed like on the back porch with their ipad the whole time so that kills I, me. Yeah, and I was like, this is the best night <laughs> <My soul. laughs> that we've had in a month is such a comfortable temperature. I'm gonna
2: have a trampoline for sure. Oh, I love to have a trampoline as kids. I love that was trampolines. great. Got us outside all the time.
0: Yeah, no, granted, stuff like that. Fear I, of death was eminent at all times. I know great. this guy has a timer on all the devices that it shuts off after a certain amount of usage. So maybe that maybe they'd all played outside all day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But for my short Time observing them. I was like, "How are you not throwing, throwing, frisbee throwing that frisbee or whatever. throwing it into that net that returns the ball to you or you know yeah. all, all those things?" Coming up with some so, weird newfangled game, right? Use your imagination.
1: And it's it's interesting though that would exist within the void of that. Like if if those iPads literally disappeared immediately.
2: If you Men in Black zapped it out of their maybe memory, they'd
1: be upset. Oh, we forgot we it at home. Like they would be upset for three minutes, maybe five minutes, and then yeah, oh, let's let's mess with this. What if I throw this beanbag like, like that? Oh, ooh, that's new. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's amazing how creative you can be within boredom, and how important that is.
2: What What's the phrase? Right? The number one or the best? Oh, there's something about creativity and boredom uh too much too much sketch yeah uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't think through the sketch
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a phrase which is like the number one like drive to creativity is boredom yeah that's something that again our modern tech world has done its best to eliminate boredom mm-hmm. this is one of the things i talked to our dad about this can you imagine what it was like in winter in ohio in the 1800s when it just oh, gets dark at seven o'clock and then it's dark oh, darker, forever earlier
0: than that yeah
2: it's just dark the whole time you're like I don't know what do you, you're awake what do you do you sit in your house and you read books you talk <laughs> you do yeah. home stuff it's like <laughs> and you got that for four hours a day every single day for half the year yeah yeah so and you had to be bored a lot in life back then and then it's just gone the number the amount of time right. I spend being bored is
0: low I think about the type of books you would read back then too they're oh, not man. they're not easy reads you know They.
2: they didn't have to be because you are yeah, not doing anything
0: else exactly there was no incentive to make them <laughs> this doesn't have way. to be a
2: short gripping book this can be a dull thing that's filled with a bunch of knowledge and you've got nothing else to do so you'll freaking read it <laughs> right <laughs> it's hilarious but the culture was so different then yeah uh, this the, the way you would develop into adulthood is so different if you can't just yeah. fill your mind with random well, I think crap all the time.
0: Adulthood started when you were sixteen or something. As soon I as you know.
2: can you lift the horse? As
0: soon as you were okay. physically <laughs> physically able to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we've man. we've become wimps. Um
1: I feel like that is a fear of like it's a twofold thing. It's partially it's the idea that I don't want to push my kids incorrectly. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to be weak. Like I don't want to limp wrist their life.
2: That's (laughs) a really tough way
1: To like put it. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to give them a lesser life and upbringing because I was either too soft or too hard. And it's like, how do you, how do you Goldilocks that just like
0: right in the middle? (laughs) Find the Goldilocks zone.
2: Uh, I don't know, man.
0: Don't know. We'll have to try. Mm. Take that as (laughs) it comes.
2: And yeah, I I was actually talking to our mom about that. And she's at one point said to me, she says along the lines of, I think I might've been too stubborn with the, I want you to try these things. Mm -hmm. And you're a seven year old is going, no, I'm not interested. And I went, you're interested. So I'm signing you up and we're going because she was like, look, you're going to play, I don't know, it was baseball, soccer, whatever the heck it was. She's like, you're going to try this. You're just being weird. I'm signing up for the thing. Congrats. You're on the baseball team. You're going to go play baseball now. And then it was fine. And we were like, No, oh, you're right. I love sports. I don't know why I was being so weird. And we got over it. Yeah. So she was saying that she was worried that she probably pushed that more than she needed to of kind of overriding and saying, look, you guys don't really know. You're a 10 year old now. You're saying, I don't want to do it this. Or you're like, yes, you do. You say this every year, I'm doing it anyways. But then that one time we were like, No, I really didn't want to do this. And you signed me up anyway. And I'm mad at you because I actually don't want to do this. And she went, Oh, well, you've done this for four yeah. years in a row. And I've signed you up anyways. And then you loved it. So, this difficult dance that she had with us of trying to figure out when we actually were serious that we didn't want to do something or if we were just being annoying kids
0: and going, mm-hmm.
2: No, I don't want to. And then you, we really
0: did. And then, yeah, you actually have fun anyway. Well,
2: yeah. So that she said that to me, and I was like, "That's really enlightening to my mind." Of ooh, I've never even thought about that little problem,
0: because yeah, I'm, one of yeah. mom's most common phrases was, "You don't know what you're missing." Yeah, I was like well, yeah, it's true, uh, and she yeah. was right. She like we enjoyed a lot of the things she signed us up for. She
2: said yeah. one of the stories was with you being scared to go on a roller coaster when you were a kid. The mm-hmm. I think it was like the Mighty Axe or something. At, yeah, at, at, at Mall of America. Mall yeah. of America. When we were I kids. And she said that was one of the times she messed up because she said, you you have to try it. And you're like, I'm scared. She said, look, you're going on it and you'll be fine. And then she said, you screamed your head off the whole time. And, it got <laughs> and you're like, I'm never doing that again. And she was like, all right, that might have been too far.
0: <laughs> but I did, I rode that a thousand times. I, I know, I, I got, over, got it over it. Yeah.
2: And it's the best ride mm-hmm. there. So Yeah,
0: there aren't a lot of great rides there because it's a mall after all. There's only like but, three. Yeah, but- it was a good ride. Log
2: ride, mighty axe, Pepsi Ripsaw.
0: Yeah, the roller coaster.
2: Pepsi Ripsaw.
0: That was the name of the roller coaster. That sounds
1: great. Pepsi Ripsaw. So they give you a Pepsi and you have to try and chug it before you get to the no. end. <laughs> no, that's challenge mode. The, the best. <laughs> yeah. The best
2: line I had about that is the so we we lived there. That was the only theme park we ever really went to in Minnesota. Valley Fair. We went to Valley Fair once.
0: <laughs> I went there a few times. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't think I ever did. I think I was too young when we Jeff lived there.
1: makes an extreme statement. Scott immediately <laughs> the,
0: the amusement park of Valley Minneapolis. Fair. is Valley Fair. I,
2: so I, I don't think I ever went... I have no memories of Valley Fair. But uh, my memory I have is I remember riding the Pepsi Ripsaw is the only roller coaster I really knew, which is a very small roller coaster inside of the Mall of America. Right. So if you ever had the chance to go to Minneapolis, you got to go to the Mall of America. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, hmm. and then we moved to Ohio and we go to... It was Jagga Lake. Yep. Oh,
0: and yeah. And
2: one of the first... Roller coasters we went on was the villain. Yep. And it looked big Wait, to me. The villain. I'm
0: the wooden to one. one. Oh, the wooden one. Wooden one, one that causes physical pain. Oh,
2: yeah. So, that one, the painful one. Scott's, Scott's in front of us with my mom, <laughs> yes. and I'm in the, the it's like a four person cart. I'm in the back row with my dad, and we're climbing. And I was like, Dad, this looks tall. And he was like, it's not any taller than the Pepsi Ripsaw. <laughs> and we get to the top, and we're looking around. And you can see, like, the entire lake and the whole park. And I was like, Pepsi Ripsaw.
0: And, and then you plummet. And you plummet down,
2: and the roller coaster oh! has to murder you. Oh, man. I
1: can see you at the top looking at your neck like, Pepsi Ripsaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, Dad. <it> yeah. <laughs> Just, like, mean mugging him the whole ride. <laughs> <laughs> you said pepsi rips I'm, it's not even close <laughs> <laughs> oh my word uh, so i'm
2: pretty sure i hadn't ridden a big roller coaster outside of the pepsi ripsaw until we were in ohio is my memory right i might be wrong maybe i blocked out some valley fair moments but yeah. i don't remember being yeah, there.
0: you would have been fourth grade when we moved away mm. so pretty small uh, yeah yeah oh. and then uh we kind of we, we moved here when Geoglick was slowly dying. So, like, we got this... We actually hit the peak time. We got the season passes, and we would ride the roller coasters with no weight all day. Over and over and <laughs> so, over. So good. And then we graduated up to going to Cedar Point and riding some... Beasts. beasts. Yeah. Ugh. Love it. Millennium Force is great. It's
2: I'm fantastic. I'm so excited for when our kids are older, because when we were... I was just in Disney for a week, and we went to two parks, and there's these little kitty rides, but some of them are actually not horrible it's like oh this is a decent little ride that my kid can go on that's kind of fun and me and all my nieces and nephews were loving it it was tons of fun and we all just said man in five years we have to go to cedar point Mm -hmm. that is going to be so much fun to take all the kids to cedar point someday the fact that we have a great theme park that's an hour and a half from us Mm -hmm. oh we got to do it it's gonna be lit so i'm excited for when our kids get older and we can all go
0: yeah, I'm excited to provide them entertainment that is away from a screen.
2: That's physical, that's I want to play
0: wiffle ball in the backyard. Oh, yeah. And I want to play catch with a baseball. I want to throw a frisbee. Mm. Um, I want to do all those things. Because uh, I think social media is responsible for uh, most of the crap in the world today, honestly. I think it's yeah. completely changed human interaction in a negative way. And politics has gotten into it. And politicians have just seen this opportunity to exploit this lack of human interaction for political gain. And it's just caused all this division. And it's not good. So I wanted to read off some pros and cons of social media. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we're all aware of a lot of the cons. Um, Some of the pros, which I think partially lend themselves to the addictive Getting addicted to social media is because we justify it by saying, "Well, there are some good things about it." Mm-hmm. Um, so you have access to information from, from a variety of sources, not just cable news or, um, you know, you're, you're not limited to these few streams of information. You you can get your info from anywhere, mm-hmm. um, which is great because you sh- you would think that would make the truth more apparent, um, but now they're trying to narrow that back down again by stifling certain ideas, mm-hmm. um, which is not good. <laughs> um, increases, uh, social media increases connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, which has benefits. Kind of, it has benefits. Like I've kept in touch with people over long distance that I never would have otherwise. But I think it actually harms my short distance relationships with people. Like now I have an excuse not to see the people that are close to me. Yeah. Um,
2: it definitely has benefited things like working in ministries, being able to connect to the people in your church and say, Hey church, we're doing a thing and you can get people to show up to stuff very easily, which didn't used to happen, which is one of the cons as well, which is as much as it's great. Hey, our church can get together to perform a little picnic at the park and we'll provide food for anyone that wants to show up. And how great is that? It also means all the weird people on the internet can connect with each other and make little weird circles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Do they yeah. weird things together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, from a Christian perspective that one of the harms of churches doing the live streams is that it encourages people to not engage in person oh, yeah. anymore. Yeah, dude.
1: I am a culprit of that. Yes. This There's is a big
2: debate that we had as a church, being, again, my wife works at the church and was in charge of the live stream at our church for over a year during the whole pandemic time. And we were having this big debate at first. It was, Oh, how great is it? All these people can watch online. And now we're going, there's still a hundred people that watch online and just don't come to the dang church anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Do we just stopped? Do we just stop and say, look, come to the dang church.
0: <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> we're I not just doing this anymore. Just come. If you want to listen to stuff online, there's plenty of things on the internet about God that you can listen to on a Sunday morning. I think the point of church is not, it. it's not the point of church. You should be there. You should be with your community. You should see your yeah. friends.
1: I think if we I almost am a a greater advocate for recording the sermon and releasing it on Monday. Right. In post. Like yeah, you could it'll if, be if, there. If, it, if it's really going to be that much it's just not going to be live. You're going to watch it the next day. And it's like if that's if that's the extent that you're willing to go to that's the same as any other sermon you could watch one that's 8 years old still the same thing <laughs> yeah. but it's like this whole idea that I oh I can just substitute because I'm still watching it live and I'm still like part of it it's like no it's just not the reality it just simply isn't
2: Yeah. T- tell me how, how often do you sing the worship songs in your living room to the live <laughs> worship that you're going pipe through uh, a never. times uh, I've
1: done it once
2: Yeah. or it's twice not, if
1: it's a really good song
2: that is the best example of why music is not the same of why music is so unique music live in the room is so different than hearing it recorded Yeah. It's remarkably different. So.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. um, So that was all kind of a con. We're jumping into the cons now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All the pros. Uh, It's it's, it's the internet. We're done with the
0: pros. (laughs) The cons. Social media increases stress, causes people to compare the worst of themselves to the best of everyone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is a a common refrain I've heard over the years of... uh, you, I feel you, like
2: that's definitely a young person problem. I feel like with
0: maturity, yeah. you go, nah, it's not I true. Well, yeah, you yeah, can. I, I can compartmentalize all that and, like, I, I don't really care. Yeah. Um,
2: but for a 14 year old, you know, you go, man, look how great that person looks. Right. I mean,
1: it's the equivalent of judging a bunch of movie stars purely by the roles that they played. Yeah. It's like, no, that's a curated, very yeah. specialized view of those people.
0: Right. Um, And we kind of said this earlier, social media substitutes real human connection with a more shallow textualized version. Um, So everyone is just writing messages to each other. There's a layer of uh, another um, layer of separation between everybody. uh, So that lends itself to more hateful comments, less filtering of yourself, less treating other people like humans.
2: This is one of those things that people used to say, look, the Internet's not real life. In some ways that's true.
0: It's becoming real life. But real
2: people are really typing those things.
0: Yep. Right. You're just
2: seeing what a real human would say if they didn't have to say it to your face. Right. And you're right. If they said it to your face, they wouldn't actually say these things the same way. They wouldn't be so rude, they were hateful. Because yeah. it's when it's more human, it's harder to say. But you're seeing what they think.
0: Right. And so I, that that's pretty dark. And it's teaching people not to filter themselves either. They're letting the yeah. worst things that they've thought just come out now.
1: Well, I think it's also twofold. It's the fact that you can't you're not talking to a human. You're talking to an entity, through, who's it's not a person. For you. It's a username. Yes. It's a yeah. It's an avatar. Yeah. It's not me talking to you, Scott. And then also simultaneously, there's no fear. Like if I said a really mean thing to you, Scott, Memphis Mayflower has there song about There should be a part of me that is a little afraid that you could walk over here and punch me in the face. That's the big thing. That, like, that is super punch. legit. Like that doesn't exist anymore. Why right. do you think? Respect was like a thing. Like, part of respect is a healthy amount of fear. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't just respect people purely for the respect that they have. Like, yes, that should be the case. They and have a lot dignity. of times they that should is. Be respected, blah. But it's like, blah. even to people that you hate, you wouldn't say certain things purely because it could be potentially damaging to you yeah. <laughs> and your life.
2: This is where, again, this is where you get to like a more sociological slash political thing of. We demonized whoever throws the first punch is just wrong. and This is it came out with the football player who knocked out his girlfriend in the um, elevator like a, long time, oh, a while oh ago. Yeah.
0: I don't remember who that was, but yeah. But Dave
2: Chappelle the- had a whole bit about this. She was like, man, I know he shouldn't have hit her. But what do you think she was saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, I'm certain he shouldn't have hit her, but what do you think it's okay to antagonize people that much and be that much of a jerk? Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I don't. I personally do not feel bad if you get hit because you're in someone's face being a complete dick to them. It's like, look, right. you deserve to get slapped. That's fine. There is no, oh, it's a physical assault. Yeah. No, it's not. You're a dick. Get over it. You're Some fine. people
0: only respond to being physically physi- intimidated. Physically, yeah. So. They need to yeah. learn to not be that way somehow.
2: But we have <laughs> demonized physical altercation so much that it's like, yeah, say whatever, like, saying anything is fine. It's only when you hit. And it's like, bro. Or they just,
1: Yeah, it's like the idea that violence is never a solution. Sometimes it's the only solution. Yeah. It's not
2: good. No. It's not a happy it time. It is not preferred. It's not desirable. Jesus did flip tables, though. Yay, yeah, There's did. a time <laughs> when you go, yo, hey, this, not acceptable. This isn't happening. Yeah, sorry, this is not there, happening.
1: There is a time. So there is a place for it. The I'm idea. I'm not saying I
2: know where the line is every time.
1: The idea that it is completely ag- unwarranted all the time is just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, yeah. we're a very anti-confrontation society now. It's all words on the internet.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. yep.
2: I wish dueling was still a thing. (laughs) Some states it is. I think it's still illegal in New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Bananas.
0: Another con of social media. It reduces quick wittedness, which I hadn't thought about. I I got all these from uh, some random website, Um, but that's actually probably true because you have time to come up with the responses. Like there's Mm -hmm. the timing doesn't matter anymore.
2: Timing is everything, man. Timing is everything.
0: I mean, it,
1: it definitely levels the playing field because there are the people that are quick quitted, which will respond. But then there's also the people that are not quick and they can just formulate their response. And it's probably better because they're, they're the slow, methodical. methodical thinkers.
0: Right. Yeah, that's not great. I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> yeah, so I want my kid to be funny, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I think that we're a perfect example. Our whole, our family style of humor is quick wit, Yep. it's right. it's little one liners dropped in here. It's a movie reference dropped here. It's I mean, right? All these little connections that we throw into everything.
1: I think it's partially why I get so along so well with your family, is that's literally where we live. Like we right. live in that sphere exclusively.
0: In the quick wit, mm-hmm. the sphere of quick wit. <laughs> Welcome to the sphere of quick wit. <laughs> yes,
2: <That's>, that <laughs> sounds like a, sounds so uh, awesome. It sounds like a British town. It does.
0: <laughs> Good night. In South Africa? either via
2: quick, quick, Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, social media gotcha. causes absence of understanding and thoughtfulness, lack of depth in thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mainly Twitter. That Twitter's, is the biggest issue I have. Yeah. yeah. I, I blame Twitter for most of that because it has the character limitation and you're stuck with these little thought bursts. You're literally forced and, into thought bursting. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then you have the inverse of that
1: as well, where you have someone who has a very- well thought out like statement or like basically like a book of information that they've written out and you're like, you don't look at it as like, Oh, this is something that someone has thought out for a while. It's like, no. (laughs) And then people get equally pissed off about it. Yep. And then
0: the only way to get a big thought out on Twitter is to do the multiple posts. Yeah. Which is to create a thread, but you only see the top one and everything else is buried. Mm -hmm. It's not immediately visible. So you have to click through it. And I'm, I'm never that curious, honestly.
2: I read a lot of threads on Twitter. But, but I'm again, this is where I feel like I'm such an odd rejection of this type of culture where I recognize that this is an annoying problem. Therefore, I watch very long lectures on things. I read books on things. If I see something yeah. interesting, I actually click on all the links and click on the links to the links of the links and read all the articles that are linked to in the first article and make sure I understand the whole, yeah. the whole thing. Like, I actually... I want to, I'm, I, I noticed the lack of depth and I went, Ooh, I don't like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. that it makes
2: me actively seek out depth in things.
0: Yeah. So you're in a minority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah I'm
2: definitely the minority. Tiny
1: minority. You are a context minor and most people aren't. Yeah. Yes. You're hunting for it. Yes. I,
2: I love this is, I love to know things deeply. I mm-hmm. really do. It is so fun I to me to not, to, not, to not have a surface level knowledge, but to go, I I, I had this with Marty recently, our, our good friend Marty. We were at a school in Hudson playing music for something uh, like two weeks ago, and on the board was a picture of this guy, is like a professor, and he had a chalkboard with some notes on it. And Marty starts reading the chalkboard. He's like, "Oh, he's doing an integral of a proof, or he's—that's a proof in there." And he's like, "I was like, I don't. I was like, dude, I'm so lost in calculus these days. I don't even know how to do that anymore." He's like, "So this is how this works," and he starts going through the whole calculus stuff. And I was like, "Oh wait, wait, does this work this way?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So that one goes like this, and then he said this next line. He said his hands blocking this line, but I think it would say this. And we just spent like five <laughs> yeah. minutes talking
0: about this, talking about calculus,
2: calculus in the back board, the background of a picture of a guy. <laughs> yeah. And I was like. I love that I feel like, oh yeah, I gotta go learn some calc again. I, I don't remember how this, I don't remember how to integrate things anymore. How do I yeah. get the derivative of something? It's like, crap, I forgot the rules and I want to go back and learn it again because yeah. I'm a loser. In that, <laughs> I, I dislike that I used to know something that I don't know anymore. And I'm like, I, I don't want to go learn that again.
0: I felt that way in our music rant episode. It's like, I know I used to know a lot more about classical music. Because we, I do, t- we now. took classes on it. <laughs> at I one took point. classes on it, yeah. So, yeah, it's a bummer. Um, another con lack of family quality time I can attest to this Kelsey and I will spend a lot of time sitting on the couch just scrolling through Instagram yeah <laughs> every uh, time it's it, not good
2: it, we're so guilty of it we'll be watching a show and if it's a show I'm interested in I'm watching it and I go Ellen stop getting at Facebook watch the show I, I picked mm-hmm. and right. then she'll pick a show she wants to watch and I'll be on Twitter <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she's like Jeff get off Twitter watch the show I picked oh I'm sorry babe we do it every yeah, day or every my, week.
0: Our attention is always divided. Like we'll put, put a show on, but she'll be playing a game or I'll be scrolling through Instagram or I'll be playing chess on my phone because I still play chess. And mm.
1: I will say I do appreciate as much as it stinks in this modern era that we live in where your attention is supposed to be divided between multiple things at all times. I can't do that. Like I am a very linearly focused human being. So yeah. like... doesn't apply to you cannot (laughs) so in that sense i can't like if i'm looking at something else like that is my sole attention like that doesn't exist (laughs) right
2: that's probably the biggest reason that i'm trying to leave my current job and go to more go to a just full-time software development role because my job is so mindless i actively don't need to use my entire brain to do it like yeah,
0: rough. that's what drove me mm. crazy about my first job. That's why I left.
2: Yeah, it's like I, this just isn't this is not mentally engaging to me, which I dislike because it makes me go: Is there a YouTube video? Is there something I can put on the background that's interesting that I can listen to while I'm doing this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I'm not interested in my job anymore.
0: Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was like, uh, like listening to Markiplier play video games in the background. Yeah, <laughs> while I was designing a building. Yeah, I I haven't. Which t- sounds <laughs> crazy, but it was easy. Like I, 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 I chushi- I'm
2: podcasting like all day. I was, I literally listened to a if, shout out to Mahler, if you ever want to watch. Really, again, if you like depth, really in depth movie reviews. Check out Mahler. He's like four hour teardown of the first of episode um, seven of Star Wars. Listen to that today yeah <laughs> There's a four hour everything wrong with that and in an all excruciating detail talking about this is what the writers probably thought when they were doing this and you know this is why you can't write like this and you're like oh my gosh this is fantastic so that's what i, I do when i'm working because my brain is not being used <laughs> i have an amendment to my statement i wasn't entirely truthful i just realized <laughs> you okay.
1: audiobook, i don't you? do listen to audiobooks and oh. podcasts while wrenching and but the truth what set you free. <laughs> the so reason that is free. is because that is two different sides of my brain functioning yes. at the same time. Yes. I can literally do those Which things in parallel I actually, like nothing. I actually can function better. Now, sometimes when I have to do a crossover, and I will literally have to pause. In Dude. Order to, I'm, like, I'm like, I
0: I can't. And I'm like realizing <sighs> it's going into the other side. I go, okay. And I pause it and I go,
1: okay i'm good and then i I go back again (laughs) that literally
0: Uh." literally happened to me today i was soldering a bunch of stuff and it was all pretty mindless i I had marked up a sheet for what wires needed to go where Mm -hmm. so i was listening to a podcast and i felt like i retained every second of that podcast while i was doing this little activity oh yeah and then i had to think oh where where should i which pin should i solder this resistor to And then I I couldn't concentrate. I had to pause the podcast. I was like, oh, I got to do it this way. And then I I hit resume. It's so funny to
2: see how your brain works like that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that
1: is super true.
2: But yeah, with with my job being in software, where basically what I do is people send me, uh, I review all of the code and all of the features before they go out to the internet. And most of the time, these days, the project that I'm on, it's like, hey, so I refigure, I, we're just updating our old app, so It's like, we made this page look better. You know, oh, let me make sure all the buttons do what they're supposed to do. Edit. Um, that edits it. Yay. Delete. That deletes it. <laughs> and it looks better. So it's just like a <laughs> refurbish. And I'm like, bro, this is the most brainless thing I have ever done. Yeah. yeah. So I, I literally need something else interesting or I can't do it. Right. It's killer. I, I'm so, uh, it's so dull right now.
0: Yep. So, social media distracts and it also is just plain addictive like we said before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are all the cons I had listed out. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, we could, I wanted to also, you know, bring things back up with talking about some oh, of the more, man. some of the more lighthearted things about yeah. modern technology that we didn't have. Like,
2: What was your first username?
0: Uh, what was my first? Do you know the answer to this? I know what I,
2: mine was. My first RuneScape username. RuneScape. Oh,
0: RuneScape. Junior Bear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it started off strong. I think it was Junior Bear 69, actually. <laughs> 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 or Junior Bear something, yeah, 93. You were
0: a middle schooler when he <laughs> started that.
2: And you're one of your first ones, I remember.
0: Coke is gay.
2: Coke is gay.
0: <laughs> yeah. What?
2: <laughs> Spelled G A I. Um, G A I, yeah. And then his second account
0: was. Churchgoer93. Churchgoer93. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh it was like this word. weird
0: idea of ministry that I had. It's yeah, like, I'm going to be a Christian. I'm going to be a Christian gamer and just be <laughs> yeah. so cringy about all of it.
1: Super heavy.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, golly. I genuinely hey, can't hey. remember what
1: my first username was. I was never good at coming <laughs> sure up with usernames.
2: I read your other one. <laughs> remember our first Xbox usernames?
0: You Mazda do. Racer Boy. Mazda yes. Racer Boy. And? Oh, dude. I don't remember. Electric Buzz. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Electric Buzz. It wasn't electric. It was just electric. Electric Buzz. Electric, electric Buzz. Buzz. yeah. And then
2: your next one was A7X, spelled out A-Y-7-E-X.
0: Man, I had a, we had a lot of those, though.
2: We made a billion accounts because we, we were playing Halo. We
0: were trying to get them all up to 50. So you have to and get we would hit the
2: highest rank.
1: At coming up with names, well, if you're constantly...
2: Yeah, because we're overly competitive jerks, our whole goal in life was to get accounts to level 50 in Halo, the highest rank you could be. And we would just get, they had like little promotions where you'd, hey, sign your your email up for this, sign your mom's email up for this, and we'll send you a a code to get three days of free Xbox Live. And we'd go, I bet we can hit 50 in three days.
0: (laughs) So we'd we'd
2: make new accounts and try to get them to 50 in the weekend. You know how many hours that is? We
0: spent so fifty. We were good. The good. The way Halo 3 worked, you could jump up pretty quickly. If you started beating... Oh, people it, in that were level rankings.
2: 50 in
1: the competitive rankings yeah not, okay. not
2: in like experience ranking okay i was gonna
1: say i'm right. like yeah. wow
0: <laughs> yeah you you win 25 so the, games in a row you're that, pretty high that algorithm was at least smart enough to match you up with better and better people if it saw that you were consistently winning so your rank would keep jumping up quicker and quicker mm-hmm. so it wouldn't it wouldn't take very long but
2: we do it tonight
0: i see yeah play some doubles us, us
2: and david David yeah. would we'll come over, grab the Mountain Dew, David.
0: <laughs> oh, the, Get the code red! <laughs> <laughs> the code red, dude. Oh, oh man, jeez! Video games, those are so fun. We will those, have a
1: video
2: game those podcast. <laughs> belong to us.
1: <laughs> yep. Um. No, but I I like your point that you made. Like uh, kids growing up exclusively with Google Maps now.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm remember so na- lost remember navigating, apps. navigating without Google Do you remember, Maps. You,
2: you remember, remember your parents I in the front try. seat with a map on your road the trip. The atlas, oh, dude. The
0: road atlas. They just pull the my, my dad's driving.
2: My mom pulls out this map that's like 17 feet wide. Where are we? Yeah,
1: you can, <laughs> what the heck? You can never fold it back up the way that it came <laughs> out again. You're like, eventually, you're just like, screw it. You just shove <laughs> it down in the side pocket. <laughs> just get down there. You're shoving it down with your foot. Oh my word!
2: Can you um, now that I've done big road trips? Can you, I can't imagine not having uh. Google Maps to go. Yeah, 180 miles on this, and then you're taking this highway, and you go, cool.
0: I can't well, imagine having to, to look know, at a dang map
2: and go. I mean, where are we? Well,
0: you just had to know. Okay, I'm the next thing I'm looking for is this highway. Yeah, and you just had to know that. And, and you had to be pay attention the whole time. Like if you're spending multiple hundred miles on one highway, you had to know. You, well, you look at your one mile ones. marker. I feel yeah, like you you a you, you mile marker.
2: Use your
1: odometer and you look at mile markers, right? And then, I mean, you think about like I get pissed off when I miss a turn now. Like I get yeah, there's no excuse. Really mad. Then imagine with a map you miss a turn and then you're like, oh crap! Now I have to <laughs> oh, out. No? now I have to be rerouting Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, oh my word! It'd be so much. It's hilarious. Yeah. Good night. But yeah, like I still make a an effort to remember directions whenever I possibly can, and like not use Google Maps if I can a- avoid it. I have
2: actively gotten myself lost because it's like I will drive home without maps.
0: Yeah, I've done that. I use it for the traffic now. Oh yeah. I, I mean, want to know useful. if I should take an alternate route or not. Fair enough. I will say it's interesting how your brain
1: locks into certain things like that. Like the I had never driven. The house where Katie was, where she fell in the basement, and Bro now found out she broke her foot. Mm-hmm. I used Google Maps to get there. I remembered exactly how to get back there again, not using Google Maps. And it wasn't like but once I do it once, complicated, complicated good. but like it was like usually, unless I'm like consciously trying to remember where I was going, I won't remember. But like it would like burn into my memory all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like really yeah. weird.
2: Uh, I was away with with North Royalton, where we are right now when my when I started dating Ellen and her family lives over here in North Royalton, I was like, I'm trying to memorize the roads around here. I will learn this town. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. just Google Maps my way around forever. It's like, no, okay, tell me which road and tell me where to turn.
0: Right. Okay. Then I would try to do it. We're Doing this old school.
2: Yeah, because I want to just learn how the freaking area is structured so I could figure myself out.
1: Yeah. I will say it is also interesting that... <laughs> It is also interesting how I don't think you lose directions. Every place that I've been, that like I've learned, like oh, I know the streets around here. What what was that sound? I'm sorry. (laughs) It was him.
2: (laughs) It was him. I changed my leg position up to here.
0: (laughs) Okay, it wasn't a fart.
2: No, it was a (laughs) fart. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying not to bring it up.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Jeff. Jeff made a freaking face. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, he was trying
1: so hard to be serious though. No, I, is that I a first, first <laughs> you don't like lose directions. Like I know all of where I used to live in Hiram. I could drive around certain parts of Florida. We stayed in a place in Colorado. I could drive all around that area because we drove a ton there. Mm-hmm. And it's like even like now over on the west side, no, the west side probably close to where I know the east side around Chagrin Falls and Bainbridge, and like I haven't lost any of that, and I don't understand how that can continue to expand.
2: That is a weird thing. Yeah, our ability to remember locations is very good for some reason.
1: Yep, I feel like we've hit this one hard, boys.
0: We have. I can't think of any Almost other as hard as I hit the scale. Technology stories. <laughs> when- <laughs> hour and fifteen in, roughly a little longer. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. I, uh, don't forget to follow us on the social media. We all hate. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to go
2: use that. Hey, that yeah, we all hate. Please. <laughs>
0: we're going to be creating content for you to be addicted to. Um, just don't, we're
2: not part of that problem.
0: <laughs> we're trying not to be. Uh, honestly, I forget to make posts. Like I should have, I don't know, taken a picture of us tonight. I don't know. I don't know how to use Instagram. Like I just
2: growing yourself on social media is really awkward
0: yeah i don't know so i'm I'm sorry if you do follow us and you've were like what's the point because well the, re- the real it. the real
2: truth of the whole thing because again there's truth and there's real truth the real truth is the only way something like this really grows is if you who listen to this actually think it's good enough to tell your friends about mm-hmm.
0: yes that really is the only way things grow we would like some in the vacuum word of mouth growth here um Until you have a good base of
2: people who were word of mouth told, hey, check this out. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Until you have that, you can't get into the algorithm until you can get 50 likes or responses on a thing. The algorithm is going to ignore you. You have, oh, one person commented on a post. It's like, man, it doesn't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of algorithms, sorry. This reminded me. Spotify still is not showing episodes 11 and 13, despite my efforts to work with the anchor support people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Could be an act of big tech censorship. Don't know if they didn't what like episodes. We are those actually, possible. It was. Well, it was weird. It's part two of our oh, yeah, seven yeah. things the world, the seven lies the world's going to tell your kids. So I don't know why they let part one through, but not part two. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is uh, gender roles. Yeah, <laughs> episode eleven. <laughs> of course, I know. It's a. It's, yeah.
1: it's a little suspicious. It's a little suspicious.
2: That's a little
0: suspicious. Apple Podcasts, no problems. All the episodes are there. Stitcher, mm-hmm. all the episodes are there. Um, Do people use Stitcher? I I, I keep hearing other podcasts advertise for it. Stitch. I've never used it. And you it. can post to it, so, so why not? I put ours on there. I yeah. don't know. Stitch it I'm curious.
2: up. I'm really curious if people would comment or send us at uh, dadstoppersdrinks at gmail.com, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell us w- what it is that you actually listen to us on. I'm curious what platforms people use. Yeah. It's probably mostly Apple Podcasts, if I had to guess. Probably, yeah. That's got to be the number one. And Spotify. Spotify's probably number two.
0: Yeah. Anywho... Follow us on social media, connect with us, uh, send us emails, whatever. Uh, we're done here. I'm, my, my brain's just fried. <laughs> Catch you next week. Bye. Yep. Cheers.